Hey, a friend, you're now listening to the Shine to Five Method for Side Hustlers podcast, and I'm your host, Kristen and James. But since you're here, that means that we're peeps, so you can call me CJ. The Shine to Five Method is a hub to help women identified professionals who have a side hustle go from having a boss to being a boss. So listen for tips, guest expert advice, and my personal stories that will inspire and motivate you to take consistent action and shine in your own business so you can break free of your employee mindset. Girl, before you know it, you'll be well on your way out of your nine to five for good, but only if that's what you want. On that note, let's get into this week's episode. Hey, a friend, how are you doing? I have to start off by showing appreciation to you for being here. And if you've left a review, a five-star review at that, thank you. And if you haven't yet, yes, yet, you know what to do. I, I appreciate you for listening to this and other episodes, for telling your friends about the podcast. And I especially love when I get messages from loyal listeners telling me how much they are enjoying the topics, because that means so much to me since Of course, I want to, as a listener, to get value out of our time together. So messages like these can also be a source of encouragement to to keep going. And that's where the segue comes in, because you know a segue is coming. I love a good segue. I always say that, right? This is a very personal episode. This is an episode through the lens of an entrepreneur that has learned the value of being vulnerable. And I always want to be able to show up here and share my experience and hope you can take something away from it. And yes, you read right. I almost quit, like legit almost quit. But I should also say, what entrepreneur hasn't considered quitting? (laughs) They just don't talk about it, right? And I'm going to talk about it. I want to talk about it. But you know, you know me, you know me. I'm going to talk about it. As I reflect on 2023, one word comes to mind. What is your word for 2023? Please share that with me when you slide in my DMs. Let me know how you're doing. You thought I wasn't going to ask you that, right? But let me know if when you reflect on 2023, what's the one word that that comes to mind for you? But my word was trash. (laughs) You heard me. I said trash. Like what was 2023 even on fam? She didn't have to do me like that. Sheesh. I mean, okay. Every year has its ups and downs, and this one definitely had more downs than ups, if I'm being completely honest. Completely honest. I had moments where I found myself saying, maybe I should just find a job and forget the whole thing. But that was quickly, with the swiftness, replaced by, you've come too far to only come this far, my friend, so keep going. But since we're being vulnerable and transparent, I have to say my biggest struggle this year was my mental health. You see, I was in go mode for three years since it started the pandemic without really taking a break. And I love what I do so much. And it didn't feel like work most times. And I tried to be more intentional with pausing. But I often got caught up in having to keep up. It wasn't just business. It was also my personal life that took quite a few hits, and I found myself actually battling depression. I was just immensely, immensely sad. 
I withdrew from family and friends and I grappled with like just trying to find gratitude in each day. And I really always want to be mindful about coming from a place of gratitude. And some days I really struggled with that. Thankfully, the sessions with my therapist really helped to validate my feelings because I was mentally and emotionally drained. And one thing I knew that I needed was a change of scenery because I had basically been in my house since the start of the pandemic, it felt like. I already work from home. And since, you know, for that period of time, I had no social life. And after all, I isolated myself. It was me and my dog. Well, now dogs. I have two dogs now. And the house. I went where I needed to go, which was like the grocery and errands and that kind of stuff. Probably stopped by a family member's house every once in a while. But it was just me in the house. And the last time that I had traveled was a big mess because I had flown home to Tobago for my father's funeral in March, 2020. You heard me right. I said March, 2020. Remember that time? That was when the world shut down, literally, right? It shut down on us. And as we all remember that chaotic time, and I was caught up in the chaos because my flight was canceled. And then we had to be repatriated amidst the mayhem. So your girl, CJ, needed a trip. I love to travel. So these last three years have felt like an eternity. I always like to do it up for my birthday, especially at the five-year marker. So like since I, t- I turned 25 and then 30, then 35 and then 40, I had continued a pattern of doing it up at that marker, that five-year marker. So as my 45th birthday approached, I knew I wanted, actually no, needed to go away. I needed to make this a priority. I had already been saying it all year. I said to myself, you sis, you have to do this for you. Book the trip. Remove yourself to really find yourself. Unplug, like really unplug. And after some back and forth and dealing with this and weighing the pros and the cons and thinking way too much about it, I really didn't need to. I finally decided this is what you need, my girl. You need, to, you need to get away. You need to get away for a week. Celebrate your birthday. So I notified my clients that I'd be away the following week. I booked the trip two days before I left. I booked it on the Thursday and I was on a flight to Cuba on Saturday. And it was also a cheeky reminder that I'm in complete control of my time and I can do that. If I want to leave in two days, hey, I'm going to book the flight and I'm going to leave in two days. I didn't have to check with anyone or request time off or wait for it to be approved or, you know, pretend to be sick (laughs) to use those days. It was a solo trip, so I moved how and when I wanted to without having to plan anything or check with anyone to see what they wanted to do. My routine became room, buffet, bar, beach, repeat (laughs) for all seven days. I didn't want to do anything extra. No excursions, no sightseeing, just this vegetative state on the beach with a pina colada, perhaps a strawberry daiquiri, maybe a mojito. Or when I felt really adventurous, just said, surprise me to the bartender. And you know what? It was one of the best birthdays I have ever ever had. I met some incredible folks with whom I am still in touch. Thank you, social media, for making that so easy. Isn't the best part about traveling, though? Like, meeting new people. It was also like I found the old Kristen again. 
I walked around with confidence and I made friends easily. I, I welcomed attention and let my personality shine. There were compliments and my birthday wishes, all of that. It was just what I needed, literally. My mental health, I needed a mental health break and I took one because I was struggling. I was really, really struggling this year. I share this to remind you of the importance of self-care, whatever self-care may look like for you, whatever it looks like for you to take care of yourself. You cannot pour from an empty cup. My cup was empty, so I took care of myself. It's for you. It's self-care. It's for you because you deserve it before it gets to the point of desperately needing it. And I felt, I felt the burnout coming. Maybe it was already here. I guess it was already here. But I just, I knew, I just, it was just gnawing at me. I'm like, I need to do this. I need, I need a break. So if you need some tips on dealing with burnout, be sure to scroll back just a couple episodes and check out my interview with Prerika. Some burnout, creating burnout resistant boundaries. And I can end on a high note because first of all, <laughs> I made it. Here we are at the end of 2023. And I also have so many exciting things in store for the podcast. I hope you are tuning in. You will stay tuned in because once th that new year hits, ooh, yes, like I'm excited. I should send out a, sur a survey. I was asking everyone for their feedback because it's really important. I got audience feedback. The podcast is for you. I show up here for the audience, you know, every single week. So be sure to to stay tuned and check out the show notes. And But also, before I wrap this up, I wanted, as I reflect again, on the fact that I almost quit <laughs> and I can chuckle now, but I seriously, I remember I even had a conversation with my mom and my, my mom, it was really, it, it just made such a difference. My mom was like, I don't want you to give up. I I don't want you to quit. And coming from my mom, that, mean, that meant everything. I just needed to vent. I called her to vent and she had just the right thing to say. But entrepreneurship is so hard. It really, really is. Once you are completely immersed in this, you are a full-time entrepreneur or even a side hustle, you're trying to get your business up and running and you're running into all kinds of challenges and obstacles and you find yourself procrastinating. You find yourself just wanting to throw in the towel or you feel like you're stuck on a hamster wheel. It is a lot. It really, really is a lot. And I'm sh I share this just to show that it can take a toll if you're not paying attention, if you're not doing the right things, you don't have the right kind of support in place, it can really, really take a toll. I don't want it to take a toll on you, my friend. 2024 is creeping up on us. It's literally, we're going to blink and it's going to be, we'll be saying Happy New Year. So if you know you need some support, you know you tried all year to get your side hustle up and running at that point where you can feel confident about walking away from a nine to five and you just another year went by and you're not where you want to be. Maybe you need some support. Maybe you need to talk to your girl, CJ. It's 15 minutes. It is a 15 minute convo. Connect with me. Let me validate your feelings. Let me share with you some more tips on how to manage burnout, how to, to, to establish boundaries. After you listen to Perica's episode, of course, she had some really great tips too. But my thing is, when you feel like quitting, 
when you feel like you just want to give up, hang in there, push through, because on the other side is this incredible breakthrough. The moment you want to quit is the moment you absolutely positively must keep going. And it is going to be so incredible. How you're feeling now, it is temporary. You got to take, ride the way to take the downs with the ups. You do not have to do it alone. I am here to support you, side hustler. I am here to support you. I have everything you need. I assure you I have everything you need. I will hold space for you. I will check in with you. We will work on your mindset. We will create a strategy so you can grow your side hustle and walk away from nine to five. So take me up on my offer and book that 15-minute call. And I will talk to you next week. Thank you so much for being here and for, for hanging with me today. So that's it for this week. But before you go, let me know. Hey, that rhymed. Anyway, what was your favorite part? Actually, you know what I'd love? For you to share your thoughts in a review. And better yet, sharing is caring. So share this episode with a friend. Want to talk to me directly? Be sure to check out my website, kristennjames.com, and you can book your 15-minute intro call. And there's always a gift waiting for you in the show notes, so take a look. Until next week, and as I always say, have a sparkling day.